0: so hi everybody this is benjamin from sports tech x today i have the pleasure to talk to sam from let's do this let's do this is a website that lets you find endurance races all over the world and uh yeah discover your next challenge or adventure but first of all hi sam hi how are you doing i'm good thank you very much it's a cold uh, and rainy day in berlin but everything else is fine so yeah let's kick off the podcast Similarly bad in london <laughs> <laughs> yeah nothing uh, nothing else expected um all right so let's start with you first um yeah tell the audience uh, who's sam brown
1: yeah hi i'm sam um so i'm passionate runner passionate ultra runner um my background in very brief i'm only 25 so it's quite it is very brief is um yeah uh used to be a Pro athlete went on to Cambridge um, Uni. Uh, Out of that, got a job in banking, as did everyone else, and decided that was really not what I wanted to do. So, set up an endurance um, race series called IGO Adventures, which was, yeah, pretty gnarly. We took people to just crazy parts of the world to do big adventures. That was super cool. Um, And then, when I was in uh, IGO, I kind of started to think about how huge this industry was and how massively underserved it was technologically. Um, and how difficult I was finding it personally, and, and the athletes I was seeing were finding it to find, yeah, to to, to find their their perfect race, um, and also talking to a load of race directors, how difficult they were finding it to communicate um, with a modern audience. So I wanted to try and set up um, the Booking.com or the Airbnb of, of the endurance space. So left, left. I go um, grabbed one of my uh, best mates from Cambridge, who is uh, far more talented and far more capable than I am. It's called Alex Rose. And he's a chemical engineer and um, came second year at Cambridge and went on to do Oliver Wyman. Um, and then, yeah, between, between the two of us, we then set about trying to, trying to take on the problem.
0: Awesome. Sounds like a, a good start for, for a new company, a good ground to start off from. Uh, so, which problem is it exactly that you're solving? You said, is it, is it only finding and, and booking events or is it some, something else? Yeah, we end we we long term want to make people's
1: uh, allow people to more easily access epic experiences, um, and that in its sort of broader sense. Um, for now, we think that there's this incredibly hard to navigate, massively fragmented um, like market of endurance races, and the technology hasn't really evolved beyond what was listing on the back of like running magazines. So for us now, we're absolutely focused on trying to make races as easy for consumers and athletes to find as as we possibly can as well as being able to recommend them races they might want to come and do going up and one of the things that we found in the industry is there's a huge amount of latent demands where people really want to race more they really want to go and have more of these incredible offline experiences but the space is so hard to navigate that it's really hard to do so for the moment the problem we're trying to solve is it is very hard to find and book races, um, so we're going to try and bring all of the races globally together into one place um, and make that easiest navigate.
0: And is that already the solution to the problem, just having one place where everything can be found, or is it something else? And what is so special about your s- uh, solution in uh, in particular?
1: Yeah, for sure. So we're trying to bring in, like we've been really fortunate with the team we built and we have, I think, some of the best engineers um, yeah, in our generation working on it. And I think what we're, what we're trying to do is bring um, the level of technology which other industries have um, been able to benefit from benefit into, from, into the endurance space. So there's very weak recommendation algorithms now in the space. We want to bring those up in line with um, what Netflix managed to achieve. There is no centralized portal for all of this data um i mean like you look at uh, you have some options like runs world or those listing sites like running usa you don't have one place where if you're passionate about any ind- events in the industry whether it's a 5k fun run whether it's a tough model right up to whether it's an iron man valuable for users to be able to have that one centralized location with all of the information all of the data Like tailored specifically for the individuals, um, and with fully reviewed races that they can, they can really choose their perfect experiences. Um, so yeah, that, that's, we're at the basis of, of, of building that now. We've been going about 12 months. Um, and we've just got back from California from doing Y Combinator, which is a big accelerator out there. Um, and we're now trying to, we're now trying to really focus on making sure that we get global coverage, um, and that we can provide something which is, which is useful to athletes, athletes all over the
0: world. Sounds very cool, and especially uh, the Y Combinator episode. So, I'm going to come back to that later. But, first of all, I would like to know what's what's challenging and hard in this process of building such a solution. Yeah, so I think there's a lot of complexity largely arising out of um, the fragmentation in the space.
1: Like, even just structuring the data around events is. is fairly complicated the way that like events and races and additions and tickets interact is 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 slightly complex. Um, but I think the wider thing is just trying to make sure that you have um when there is no like agglomerator of this data globally, trying to make sure that we have that centralized data um data to be able to offer to offer to the user base. And there's obviously like significant other areas which are which are complex. Like recommendation algorithms are hard. Like we're working really closely with the guys at Netflix to try and um, build something which is really really useful on that side. Um, but then there's there's other aspects which just there isn't central sources for. So trying to get we're now the biggest holder of reviews um, for the endurance industry globally, but we have a hugely long way to go. Um, for that, we only have about 5% coverage, um, right now. So for the, for the running market in and around London, we're good. But for, for globally, we need to, we need to be able to scale that aggressively in the next three months. I think we can, but that's, um, that's a hard thing to go and do. And then the final side, which I think is, is complex is that, obviously a huge trend in the industry has been how social these events are becoming. Like in the last um, 10 years, it's gone from being most people would just go and do a marathon on their own or go and do do an Ironman or whatever. Like now, like huge kudos to the likes of Tough Mudder and Color Run who have really driven this change. But 60% of uh, people doing endurance events are doing them in groups of three or more. So it's now a hugely social activity. We built the really early workings of a social feed so you can see exactly what your friends are doing, what they're interested in, what they're booking. But scaling that out and, and like agglomerating the, um, social graph and the data around that, um, to make it something really useful is, is again, is a big challenge, which I think we definitely, we definitely understand how to solve, but,
0: um, it requires some really good engineers to do that. Yeah, sounds interesting. But despite all those challenges, you've been uh, quite successful. You um, mentioned that you've been part in the Y Combinator uh, program earlier, and um, yeah, are there, is this uh, one of the success stories you want to elaborate on, or is it some? Is there something else you want to mention?
1: <laughs> yeah, so I mean, Y Combinator is incredible. Um, I think those guys are awesome. Uh, we came out top of our batch, which is really exciting, um, and yeah, it grew grew faster than. Uh, stripe and airbnb did when they're on my seats so that was um that was a bit nuts and and yeah in the last four months the value of bookings to the platform has gone from from a hundred thousand dollars to over four million dollars um and yeah that's in sort of three to four months so i think the rate of growth has been has been really, really exciting we're, we're doubling the number of um bookings going through the platform every two weeks i think we've just we're just taking on a really exciting round of investment. I think one of the, one of the exciting trends in the industry is how, um, how really major investors are starting to look at it, um, look at it more seriously. Um, I mean, I think a few people, um, to mention there's a couple of confidential, will uh, I'll mention later, but, um, yeah, we've got a, uh, one of the big seed funds in the valley called, um, NFX, who's led up by Pete Flint, who built lastminute.com and Trulia. Um, we got Paul Buchheit, who invented Gmail, who I think, excitingly, he, he interviewed everyone in our batch trying to find, um, which companies had the potential to get to a hundred billion dollars. So, um, the fact that he chose us, obviously, I'm, I know how far, um, away that is and how difficult it is, but I think the fact that he chose us is an exciting thing for the industry. Um, I think it shows that, like, people are really starting to wake up to, how valuable this industry is um and then andy phillips who started booking.com simon nixon who started money supermarket um yeah i mean we've got a sort of quite um yeah extensive roster of people who who i think uh yeah who who who, who've got a really good record in investing some of the biggest
0: um yeah
1: some of the biggest companies in the world so i think that's i think that's definitely a good thing for the
0: for the sports industry more generally yeah, very nice, and I, I think it doesn't uh, necessarily lower the expectation bar for you in the next couple of months and, and years. So, um, yeah, I'm wondering what's what's coming up. What are your plans? You you mentioned some things already, but what what are the main things from from your perspective? Yeah, for
1: sure. So, I mean, just all doubling down on the
0: product. I think
1: YC is incredibly good at. Like just making you focus on on building something which is useful to athletes. I think we've got the early early parts of that, but we really want to scale that. A key problem we want to solve is getting. All of the five hundred thousand endurance events that we care about globally, um, all of them onto the platform, um, and that data onto the platform. So that's a really big focus for the next three months. Um, we have some very core uh, issues with the functionality on the site. Um, so the search right now we think is um, is is pretty broken. We want to start building out Elasticsearch to allow people to access the data that they that they want more more easily, and work on the recommendation algorithm to make that to make that more accurate. And we're also going to try and bring, we, we built the social feed as a bit of a, um, as a bit of a like 10 day, two week hack, um, to see how that scaled. And that went really, really well. I mean, like on average, people are booking races and telling about 30 friends, um, that they're doing that race. So it's something which we're seeing a lot of viral growth in. Um, and we think the network effects in the industry are, are super strong. Um, so yeah, we're, we're looking to improve, um, improve the functionality and the performance in particular of that, the performance on that right now is, um, is not as high as we want it to be. Um, and then, yeah, finally, like a huge focus, I think our team has been absolutely incredible. Like, um, I think the reason for the success in YC was just that we had, we're only eight people right now, but they... We just did hundred and they did look whatever 10, 12, 140 hour weeks back to back. We all lived in a house, um, in, uh, in, in Silicon Valley and, um, in Afton. And they just did a really phenomenal job. And I mean, we've got to, to talk about a couple of guys on the team. Um, like our head of partnerships, a guy called Constantine Leludis. Um, he is, uh, Olympic gold medalist at London. Um, got a top first in classics from Oxford, joined across from Goldman Sachs. Um, Ollie Freeman, who is one of our senior developers, who yeah was double European junior champion triathlete, was number four triathlete in the world, um, got a start first in computer science at Cambridge. Um, is just a super talented dude. Um, and then Neil Locke, he's our CTO and, and Miles, the co-founder with Alex, who was first developer, um, money-saving expert, then ended up as head of tech there and then led up stuff at money supermarket as well and he's run um like over 12 marathons um and i think there's just a very strong core of like highly driven highly capable people who really passionately care about the problem we're trying to solve and so i think my aside from the product developments my big personal goal for the next um three months is to make sure that we consistently hire people better than better than us and that we continue to grow grow yeah grow the quality of the team
0: yeah, first of all, sounds like you will be a very busy man in the next couple of months. <laughs> a lot of things to do, uh, and, and congrats of pulling together such a good team, which seems to combine uh, both the the passion and experience uh, uh, for and in sports, and also like the the skills it needs to build such a company. Hopefully, yeah, I think I think like
1: I've been pretty blown away by the guys who are willing to, yeah, who who, who have been who have been like coming on the journey, and I think that's where pretty straightforward with people that like, look, we're, we're here to build, we want to build a multiple billion dollar company over 10 years. And I think like saying to people, look, if you join this, particularly in particularly when our generation tends to be very focused on 18 month to two year placements, saying to people like, do you want to, do you want to leave a legacy? Do you actually want to build something which is cool? Do you actually want to like be part of trying to build one of the biggest companies in the world? And, and do you want to really be um instrumental in something exciting which is definitely net positive for the planet um and i think that's 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 a very hard thing to find because people who want to go and say yeah i want to make a 5 10 year commitment to do something genuinely extraordinary i think everyone kind of says that's what they want but very few people are actually like yeah actually that's what i want to do like this is what i want to have as my legacy this is what i want my first line of my victory to be about um and so yeah for us it's been it's been in, it's been incredible that the the people we have now, and a huge priority for us going forward is to make sure that we like maintain and build on that initial core. And we're really looking to to yeah try and hire um, all of the top talent across Europe and um, across California to make sure that um, yeah, yeah we, we build we build a team worthy of building like the what we, what we want to be the defining company in
0: the in the sports and endurance market. So, everybody who's listening and who feels that he or she matches <laughs> those requirements, uh, can feel free to, to send you an email, I guess. That would be, yeah, no, that would be incredible. I think, like, I think it really is.
1: We definitely feel like it's, we're, we're confident it's the best company to work for in the world if you are passionate about sports. Um, and we're confident that it's a team which like, inspires everyone to be better. And it is hard work and we do work hard. But yeah, I think as far as, as far as people who want to really, um, and yeah, build, a, build a legacy um, and build something which is, which is really changing people's lives I think it's, a, it's, a, it's an awesome opportunity so yeah for sure any awesome hive has come through would be absolutely huge
0: <laughs> great <laughs> awesome um, is there anything else that we should know about you that we did not cover yet in this interview
1: oh I don't know um, i mean there's various uh weird things and uh strange things about the machine i mean like i think i think one of the one of the cool things on the um one of the cool things of uh on y c which we always told uh when we're talking to investors is there were twelve segments um strava segments in and around where we were living in uh, in california and i think like even more importantly than us growing the company was to make sure that we went out and took all those segments so that was that was like that was like a big thing for us to go and do so that was that was was probably the weird one which on YC we were almost as focused on (laughs) as well as as well as trying to grow the number of bookings um but yeah I think I think the big thing for us right now is that we're we're really passionately looking for super capable people so um
0: the hiring side is uh is something we're really we're really keen to keen to push Awesome. Sounds good. Last question, uh, in this interview is whether or not you have a productivity hack that works for yourself. And yeah, if you want to share it with us.
1: Yeah. Um, so I've got, I'm like, I'm like, I just like manic self tester, both with software and, um, I promised uh legal medication, um, <laughs> but like the software, the, the, the software that I'm, um, Uh, really enjoy at the moment is Sane Mailbox, S-A-N-E. I have no relationship with them or commercial relationship with them. (laughs) Um, They... I think like that's been I think email obviously just destroys our life and I hate email and I'm really excited for whoever comes and invents the next email because it's going to be way better. Um, but same, same mailbox I found is a really good way of uh, filtering out all of the non-vital emails so that I exclusively deal with um, emails I think are vital during the week and then deal with the rest of the weekend. Um, I think the biggest thing we learned on YC was like how damaging context switching is um, so we have a huge thing in the company now is like if you have a problem smash your head against it whether it takes an ad to solve whether it takes four days to solve whether it takes three weeks to solve just concentrate on that problem um, and I think like when you it's, it's very like every problem is solvable, but you have to focus on it and you have to concentrate on it so it's something that I try and like do myself and also with the team is make sure that you are only doing one thing at one time, um, and do it, deal with it, and then move on. Um, because I think we spend our lives flicking between different interfaces and different software, and all of that is um, is pretty pretty damaging. Um, and yeah, final really quick one: Chili is something which I've like started using, which basically monitors. The temperature of your mattress and helps the quality of your sleep and I found that has been like obviously when everyone's working in startups and only getting um five hours a night you want to make sure that sleep is
0: super high quality and I found that's completely transformed the uh, yeah the quality of my sleep so those are the three things very interesting. All three of them. And the last one was the most surprising one. Um, <laughs> but, uh, how does it work, work exactly? So you, you measured the, the temperature you said? Yeah. So you can monitor, you can monitor the temperature of your mattress. Um,
1: and I think like I've definitely, found, I think everyone's found this, that like some nights you get too hot and to have bad levels of sleep. Sometimes you get too cold and to have bad quality of sleep. And it basically just ensures that you have, um, the regular temperature, I can't remember what the range is you can set it to, but you've just, you just, tr- you try it out for a few nights at different temperatures, find the temperature which you sleep the best. If you've got a double bed, you can have um, two different temperatures on each side of the bed. So your girlfriend can have one, your boyfriend can have one and you can have the other. Um, and yeah, I've just found like, as far as I think there's some really good research going into like how much we're killing ourselves with the sleep deprivation we're insisting on um how aggressively our bodies do re- rely on quality sleep um to process stress and to 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 be able to like think creatively um and i found actually i feel more rested now after five hours of sleep um than i used to after after eight, after eight hours when whatever you're back at university and have nothing to do um so yeah i definitely i i think that's I think that's something which has really which has really transformed my transformed my life. Um and I work quite weirdly. Um I know there's this whole thing about like yeah, millionaires morning routine. Like I find my best hours of work are midnight to four, five AM. So I work till four, five AM um every day and then normally get up at like ten. Um so yeah, I, I I really care about making sure that that period of time is yeah that I get as much rest as I possibly can, and that's been that's been huge.
0: Super interesting. I I'll have to put some research uh, on some time into that. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, no, I genuinely I think I think it's huge. I think like I think I, obviously the the sleep industry is is growing really really fast, and I think uh, with good reason because as we tried to. It's, it seems weird that we try and pursue every kind of efficiency in our waking day we possibly can, um, and yet something you know you're going to spend at least 35 hours a week doing, like people aren't trying to increase efficiency in that, um, and I think that's where obviously marginal gains and all that, Like I think that's where the biggest gains can be had is by just improving the sleep, um, and that
0: will improve your performance massively for the day so sleep tech is the next big thing after sports tech yeah, <laughs> yeah it's not on the same league obviously yeah. <laughs>
1: but, but I, 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 I i think i think i think sleep tech is a huge well it is obviously there's a massive companies doing super well um but yeah i think i think i we think it's with the sports industry is insanely exciting and the really big i mean we had offers from like three of the five biggest vcs in the world um And I think it's really exciting that those guys are starting to wake up to how big the sports industry is getting and how valuable it is. So,
0: um, yeah, cool times. Yeah, that's a perfect ending for uh, our podcast interview. Thank you very much, Sam. Very interesting and uh, all the best for the future. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care.